Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Welcome to the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Presented by Corona Premier. With only 2.6 carbs and just 90 calories, it's the light beer you've been waiting for. Also presented by Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Now, here's Darren Pritchett. And good morning, everyone. It is three minutes after 8 o'clock at Sports Radio 960. WSBT streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on the WSBT radio app. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show, a brand new season of the golf show here on WSBT radio. Heard every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 here on WSBT radio. Well, the golf show will be a little different this year. Our longtime good friend, John Foster, the general manager at Warren Golf Course at Notre Dame. Retired last year, and he's moved outside the area, so we will definitely miss the knowledge and the sense of humor and the storytelling of John Foster. Uh, Tim Firestone will be joining me most weeks here on the Corona Premier Golf Show. In fact, he might chime in here in just a few moments, but Tim is the owner at Blackthorn Golf Club here in South Bend and a longtime member of this golf show here on WSBT Radio. Again, we might hear from Tim coming up in just a little bit well we are here every saturday morning from eight to nine we just want to spread the good word about the game of golf tell a few stories along the way give you some equipment knowledge maybe a couple of tips along the way and enjoy the great game of golf of course spending time on what's happening on the pga tour and we're live on this saturday morning because the first major of the golf season is underway down at augusta national in augusta georgia the 86 playing of the Masters, and right now it's a bit of a runaway. A five-shot lead is a very big lead after 36 holes, and that's the storyline we have right now at the 2022 Masters as very quietly the number one player of the world is Scotty Scheffler, and Scheffler is leading the pack right now as he is at eight under par, and he is five strokes ahead of the pack. Scheffler shot 69 in the opening round, 67 in round two, and he is at eight under par with Hideki Matsuyama, the defending champion, sitting five shots back at minus three, also at three under par, Shane Lowry, Sungjae Im, and Charles Swartzel. So we head into the weekend with Scheffler up by five. The weather conditions, it sounds like it's going to be cool the next couple of days at Augusta National. I guess we kind of have that theme around here. I can't remember in all the years we have done the golf show, and I'm betting it's probably been 13, 14 years, but I don't remember hosting a golf show for the first time with snow on the ground. And if you have not opened up the blinds yet, if you've not walked outside for a second, we do have snow on the ground. We had some snow overnight. Sounds like some snow and sleet. 
And right now, it's got to be the coolest temperature we've ever had for day one of the golf show. 31 degrees. It feels like 25 in downtown South Bend with the snow on the ground at the present time. So normally, we try to inspire you to get out and play a little golf after you listen to the golf show. I'm going to have to find something else to inspire you with because there's not going to be any golf played in northern Indiana and southwest Michigan today with Mother Nature slapping us in the face saying, ah, it may be April, but we're not quite done with winter just yet. But it sounds like the weather's going to get a whole lot better this week, and we will be able to get some good golf in. In fact, why don't we just go ahead and take a look at the forecast for this week. Yeah, 40 is the high temperature today, 57 on Sunday, and then things start to change on Monday. We've got a high temperature of 63, Tuesday a high of 68, and Wednesday, even though there's a chance of a thunderstorm, we have 70 degrees, but of course, by the weekend, when maybe you want to start playing golf once again, we look ahead to Friday, 54, Saturday, 43, and Sunday, 44, with it looks like an outside chance of a few more snow flurries. So if you have an indoor area to hit golf balls, if you have a net set up in the basement, maybe in the garage, that might be the best way to hit some golf balls the next couple of days or actually the next couple of weekends. So that's where we stand right now. Golf-wise, as they say, the first tee is open. That's a beautiful thing. But unfortunately, it is because of the snow we have on the ground this morning. But at least I guess we have the Masters to warm us up today when round number three gets underway. And you take a look at the cut. It was anybody plus four or better getting into this weekend. And there were 52 players that made the cut. So we started with 91. We're now down to 52. It is anyone that is top 50 in ties make it to the weekend. And we had several players getting in at plus four, including a former champion of the Masters, Adam Scott, who was playing his 36th hole yesterday. He was on the par four 18th. He chunked his second shot into the right side bunker. He actually had to play his bunker shot away from the pin. The pin was, I guess you would call it front center. He played it to the middle of the green where there is that big undulation that you can use to your benefit. So he played it probably, I would say, 25 feet from the hole. He got the ball to the top of that incline. It rolled down beautifully to around, I would say, seven, eight feet. And he knocked down the putt. And because he made that putt, Adam Scott is playing this weekend after shooting a pair of 74s. So we've got those players that will be getting going this morning, those players that just made it in. They'll start in about 2 hours and 45 minutes at 10.50. And the leaders, we will not see them until later on this afternoon at 2.50. It'll be Scotty Scheffler and Charles Swartzel, a former Masters champion. They're going to be in the final group today going off at 2.50. At 2.40, it will be Shane Lowry and Sunjay M. M had the 67 in the opening round, a 5-under par to take the first-round lead, but follow that up with a 2-over par, 74 yesterday. And M, who has never won a major, is five shots out of the lead and will play today with Shane Lowry. The 2.30 tee time today, you've got the defending champion, Hideki Matsuyama, and a first-time player at Augusta National, American 
Harold Varner III. He has shot 71 and 71. He is at 142, two under par, six behind Scotty Scheffler. And then at 220 this afternoon, the fourth from the final group. It's going to be a fun pairing with Kevin Na running after his putts going in the hole and Dustin Johnson. Na, just like Varner, shot 71-71. Dustin Johnson got off to a great start in this tournament, shooting 69 in round one. Followed that up yesterday with a one over par 73 and shot two under par. The wind picked up yesterday afternoon, gusting to around 20 mile per hour, and that's when that golf golf course changed dramatically. We even saw Tiger Woods get off to a rough start yesterday. We'll talk more about Tiger coming up in just a couple of moments. But with the wind picking up those players playing in the afternoon, I would have to think at the rougher end of the draw. But at the same time, Dustin Johnson able to stay at least in the golf tournament with the 73 yesterday, six shots back at minus two. We've got some interesting names on the leaderboard. You go farther down the list, a player we have not heard from, it seems like since he won the Masters years ago. Danny Willett is back on the leaderboard, 69-74. One under par, seven shots behind Scotty Scheffler. The Alabama Crimson Tide golfer Justin Thomas had a 76 in the opening round, a four over par, so he had plenty of work to do, but playing in the win yesterday, JT got it rolling. He shot a five under par 67, and Justin Thomas moved from 70th position after the opening round. He vaults up the leaderboard 60 spots into a tie for 10th after that five under par 67 yesterday. Colin Morikawa, one of the young guns for the Americans, PGA champion, 73-70 for Morikawa. He is at one under par, seven out of the lead. And the guy that almost won the Masters last year but eventually succumbed to Matsuyama, and that is Will Zalatoris, the American, shot a one under par, 71 in the opening round, even par yesterday. He is at minus one at 143. He is in a... Tie for 10th place with Thomas Willett, Joachim Neiman, who played with Tiger Woods the first two rounds, and Corey Connors, who is always around the leaderboard at the Masters. Connors is a Canadian and is really good around the greens, a terrific putter, and Connors is at one under par with a 70, 73, 143 total through 36 holes. So that's a look at the top of the leaderboard as we stand right now. The guy from the University of Texas who followed Jordan Spieth to play for the Longhorns, Scotty Scheffler, in command of the Masters, but we're only at the halfway point. But Scheffler looks absolutely steady, rock solid, 69, 67 at 136, a five-shot lead over Hideki Matsuyama, Shane Lowry, Sunye M, and Charles Swartzel. We'll talk about Tiger Woods and his return to golf coming up in a couple of moments. It is 8-14 on this Saturday morning, and this is the Corona Premier Golf Show on your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960 WSBT. It is 8-17 at Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Welcome back to the golf show here on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. It is the Corona Premier Golf Show, the premier installment of the golf show for 2022. My name is Darren Pritchett. Might have some company in a little bit. We're right now going solo here on the program on this Saturday morning. Again, 
Normally, we love for you to get out and play a little golf after the golf show, but this is one of those mornings that you're going to have to figure out a way to putt around the front room or in the man cave because we have snow on the ground right now here in the South Bend area. Maybe where you are, it's a little different if you're listening via the podcast or if you are listening to the stream live outside the area, you might have a whole different story if you're in a part of the country where it's a tad bit warmer, go out there and enjoy some golf today. And we always encourage our listeners to check out Blackthorn Golf Club. That is Tim Firestone's facility out by South Bend International Airport. Since retiring from doing some minor league baseball, I've actually started working out at Blackthorn. It's kind of a fun second job besides working here at WSBT Radio. And it's really given me a great opportunity to try to understand everything that goes into putting together and maintaining a championship golf course like we have at Blackthorn, being around the crew out there working on the golf course. It's been a really cool experience. There are things that you do to a golf course that I really didn't know anything about. So it's been a really fun experience. And I will say this, if you have not been out to Blackthorn so far this year, you are going to notice some trees that are gone right now as you stand on the tee at the par 5 fourth to the right you've always had that big forest of trees lining the fourth fairway all the way down to the green well i would say probably halfway down the fairway you will notice to the right that a majority of the trees are now gone now the trees that directly line the perimeter of the fourth hole are still there but from what i've been told due to some changes that are taking place. And I think a lot of it has to do with safety concerns out at the airport. I mean, a good batch of trees are now gone. So again, the trees lining the fourth hole are still there on the right side, but the depth of the trees, they're long gone. You see basically dirt piles and land at this particular time. So I've been curious to wonder, once we get to a little warmer weather, and the winds start to pick up out at Blackthorn, if we are going to see that whole play a little different because that tee box area and from the tee box to the landing area has always been protected by all those trees along the right side of the fairway. And now with the majority of those trees gone, you just wonder if more wind's going to whip through that particular area and if the wind is blowing from right to left you're probably going to feel it more than you ever have on the fourth hole out at Blackthorn. So that's probably the first thing I noticed. It is very noticeable just because you remember that look of a forest to the right side of number four at Blackthorn, but with all those trees now being taken out by South Bend International Airport, this hole looks a lot different. It feels a little different, and I'm really curious to see if more wind is going to affect how you play that particular hole out at Blackthorn. Other than that, other than taking down a few trees on the par 4, 14th, you've got those trees that line the left side of the fairway from the pond up by where the purple tees are all the way to the green. You've got that little patch of trees right there, and many of those trees cover the cart path. Well, a good number of those trees have now been taken out. I think last year one of those trees broke off onto the card path, so those have been removed, so that hole looks a little different as well. 
But as soon as you get out to Blackthorn this year and as soon as the snow goes away, I think you will see the golf course is in tremendous shape already. The greens are very, very healthy. The fairways are are plush at this particular time. I, I think the golf course looks spectacular. I'm not one maybe to get out when it's really, really cold early on in the season. I'm more to play late in the year when it's cold than to start off the year, which might be the opposite of most people. But I haven't been out there too many times in late March, early April, but I'm telling you, the golf course looks absolutely terrific out at Blackthorn. And I think one thing that eventually you will see come about at Blackthorn, and that is with the housing development where the Blarney Hole used to be at Blackthorn, you now have a handful of houses that are either completed or under construction. So the look of the first hole is going to be a little bit different than how you ended last year with more construction completed and a few more houses now are being built out there in that new area. The first tee eventually is going to move. If you can kind of picture where the black tee is on number one, it's very close to the starter shack at Blackthorn. You now have Basically, someone's backyard very close to that black tee. In fact, there are two houses very close to the starter shack at Blackthorn. And those three buildings, the shack and the two houses, kind of circle the black tee. And then the regular tee that most of us play, well, that's going to be moved eventually. They are going to have what used to be the old putty green up by the cart shack. That is being turned into a tee box area. And I know we've been working on getting that tee ready to go. It looks in great shape, and we'll just wait for the transition time. So number one is going to have a little different look to it. It's almost like, as I look at it, where the normal tees are, the left side of the trees, to me, are more in play. And you've always had that big landing area over the bunkers on the right side where the other part of the Blarney hole tee-off led to that fairway. I feel like that area of the golf course might be a little bit more in play now if you want to stay away from the left side of those trees because you're coming in from a different angle. If you can picture where the carts are at Blackthorn, that's where the tee is now, where the old putting green was. I think you play out over those right-hand bunkers. If you have a little draw, that's going to be a really good setup for that type of tee shot. If you pull it to the left, then those trees, which you really had to yank it, I think, to – Put yourself in a bind trying to get to the green. I think those trees on the left-hand side might be a little bit more in play. I could be wrong. Let's see how the hole plays eventually. But I think that's one of the more interesting things about that tee shot. Moving, what, 30, 35, 40 yards to the left where that new tee is going to be on number one. That is going to set up a different look for that hole. In fact, you're not going to be able to see the green now from the first tee if I'm picturing it correctly i've been on it several times i've looked around and i don't remember seeing the green because those trees on the left hand side are blocking it so it is now more of a dog leg to the left than it used to be with that tee box eventually moving over to the left hand side so i'm really curious to play that hole with the new tee box so those are some of the things you'll notice out at blackthorn when you get a chance to play for the first time at the championship course out by the airport. But again, today's not going to be the day with the snow on the ground here in the South Bend area. 825 at Sports Radio 960 
WSBT. And, of course, go to BlackthornGolf.com. Anything you need, if you need a tune-up on your swing, if you want to ask about tee times, the pro shop is open. Of course, always go to Blackthorn Golf, or excuse me, BlackthornGolf.com to find out everything that you want to know about what's happening at Blackthorn Golf Club in South Bend. Your time is 826. When we come back, I am going to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods, his return to golf, and how he's hanging tough right now at the Masters. That's coming up in a couple of moments. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on your home of the Fighting Irish, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. In 1922, we began broadcasting under the call letters WGAZ, the world's greatest automotive zone. Now, we're your home for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame and the best sports talk in South Bend. Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Celebrating 100 years of broadcasting in 2022. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on the WSBT radio app. Good morning. My name is Darren Pritchett, hosting the premier installment of the Golf Show for 2022, brought to you by Corona Premier. The Masters Golf Tournament, halfway home. Scotty Scheffler, a five-shot lead, entering round number three later today on CBS. It's very interesting. Scotty Scheffler kind of tiptoed into the number one spot in the world golf rankings. Now he has won three times in the last month and a half, which has propelled him to the number one spot. Why I said he's tiptoed, no one has seemed to notice. He has done it very methodically. Scheffler is very quiet on the golf course, does not show any emotion, good or bad. And just goes about his business. A really solid golfer out of the University of Texas. And you think about being number one in the world golf rankings, entering a major, that person automatically is considered a favorite to win the Masters that is straight in front of them. Just because, hey, they're the best player in the world right now, according to the world golf rankings. And when you add in that Scheffler has won three times recently, you would think all the attention would be on Scheffler. In particular, he's an American, so the American media would be on Scheffler even more than if it was someone from Germany or Austria, whatever the case may be. But this is a different Masters because of one man. Everybody else is a side story this week. Now, as we head toward the weekend, There is going to be more focus on who's going to win the golf tournament, but there is no question. I have never seen a storyline for a major center around one player as it has this time with Tiger Woods returning to the game of golf. Again, all these big time, John Rahm, Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, pick your favorite top 10 player right now. No one's really talked about them because it's all been about will Tiger Woods come back to the game of golf. It has been 14 months since Tiger was a part of a horrific car accident 
out near Los Angeles, driving his SUV early one morning, hit a curb. Sounds like he was going at a decent amount of speed, went off the road, crashed. The car was virtually destroyed, and Tiger suffered significant right lower leg injuries. In fact, it was to the point that doctors felt like early on they might have to amputate the right leg or the bottom portion of the right leg of Tiger Woods. But that didn't happen. And through a long rehab process, Tiger Woods is dealing with a lot of pain. He still has a lot of swelling in that lower leg. But miraculously, he is not only playing in the Masters this week, he's playing some really, really good golf. I just remember back in 2019 when Tiger shocked the world after all the back surgeries and the personal issues. He won that 15th major, winning at Augusta National, his fifth green jacket, the emotion of getting back on top. The same place behind the 18th green where his father Earl hugged him in 1997 when Tiger won his first Masters, and that was a win that changed the game of golf forever. You fast forward to 2019, his son Charlie was there to embrace Tiger after winning that fifth green jacket. And I think all of us felt like nothing could ever top that, and it may not. In Tiger Woods' career, he has done everything you could imagine, 82 victories. He's got 15 majors, only trailing Jack Nicklaus for the all-time major lead. He's won just about everything, but that win in 2019, overcoming the personal and physical obstacles will always go down as one of the greatest victories of all time. For me as a kid, watching golf, playing golf, you know, I remember things that happened in the early 80s, but nothing I didn't think would ever top in 1986 when Jack Nicklaus, at the age of 46, stunned the world and won his sixth green jacket. I mean, that was remarkable. The way he played the back nine that day and Seve Ballesteros blew up on the back nine, opening the door. Jack winning that, I thought, was one of the great stories of all time. And now you think about what's happened the last couple of years. Tiger overcoming the odds and winning the Masters in 2019 and not dealing with the ailments but the age Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship last summer at the age of 50. Unfortunately, Phil not playing this week, and we can talk more about that as we move along. But Tiger has put himself in position to be a contender at Augusta National. You think back to a week ago Tuesday, we got word that Tiger, his son Charlie, and his good friend Justin Thomas went out and played 18 holes at Augusta National. That's the first time we said, well, wait a minute. Maybe he's going to be able to do this. Now, you go back a little bit to this winter when you had the father-son tournament that Tiger and Charlie played in. Tiger looked really good. The swing looked awfully good. They almost won that particular tournament. But Augusta National is just such a different story. It is one of the most difficult walks in the game of golf. I do not know from personal experience. I can only go by what I've been told. And, of course, my former golf show co-host, John Foster, played at Augusta National a couple of times. I know my other colleague, Tim Firestone, has been there as a patron 
Now, as a spectator at Augusta National, you're a patron. He has been there and walked the golf course. And then just hearing everybody surrounding the game of golf that knows Augusta National, that what we see on TV really doesn't tell the whole story. TV can only show you so much. The undulations that are nonstop at Augusta National. The walk up to some of the greens. There are significant uphill walks. I can picture number nine right now. That par four that goes down the hill and then back up. It's got the false front that is very severe on the front portion of the green. And during a practice round, I remember this week watching the Golf Channel. Fred Couples and Tiger Woods and Justin Thomas were playing practice rounds together. And Freddie and Tiger were probably within 10, 15 feet of each other. And watching how drastically different the two had to walk up that false front on the ninth green was very noticeable. I mean, it was like Tiger was hiking a mountain trying to get up that undulation. Now, Freddie has had a lot of back problems for so many years, and I'm sure it's not comfortable for him either. But just watching that, you could see it was a challenge for Tiger to walk. And I think what we miss on TV is the nonstop undulations on that golf course. There are not many flat places to walk, and I I think Tiger was even asked this week, are there parts of the golf course that you're going to try to avoid walking on that normally you would never think about? If you're healthy, you would just walk wherever you want to go. Does he have to think about that? And he said, no, he's worried about hitting fairways and walking down the middle of the fairway. But just to walk that golf course, let alone playing golf at the highest level, is a remarkable achievement and I know for Tiger everything is about winning when he shows up he expects to win that's just his mentality and I don't know if he would ever say it publicly because I think he likes having that mystique about him that when I'm here that means look out boys you're probably not going to win because I'm going to win he's always said I'm not showing up unless I think I can win But I wonder deep down, or maybe at the end of this golf tournament, Tiger would say something different. I would have to imagine making the cut is an amazing accomplishment. To finish this golf tournament, 72 holes, when it's not the perfect weather condition for someone that's ailing, the walk, that mental challenge of the golf tournament, To get through 72 holes 14 months after what he went through, I hope Tiger would have a big smile on his face and say, this is remarkable. Because he talked this week, had we all seen the pictures of what his leg looked like initially, you never would have imagined he could have played this week. Some of his close friends have seen the pictures, but Tiger's keeping that private, as I would as well, I think. But considering where he was, I I think even Tiger might, for that one moment, say it wasn't all about winning. Of course, he wants to win. It's about achieving playing this golf tournament 14 months after that devastating injury and playing pretty doggone well. In fact, I did notice after his 18 holes on Thursday, coming off the green, he had a little smile on his face. 
Tiger doesn't smile after 18 holes or 36 holes or 54 holes or <laughs> after 71 holes. Normally, Tiger smiles when he's holding up the trophy. That's just him being locked in. He stays so focused on the task at hand. But there was a little smile on his face coming off 18 on Thursday. And had a good round. I mean, had a really, really good round of one under par 71. I'd have to imagine after Sunday, he's going to have a pretty good smile on his face because I think he will. But he should really appreciate all the hard work that went into this to get back to this point is remarkable. I can only imagine how much time he is spending with his leg in ice after every round. Now, Augusta National, I'm putting this in quotations, helped him because he got more recovery time between the first and the second round because he went out early on Thursday and then was in the late wave on Friday. If you turn the storyline, if Tiger's playing that afternoon wave on Thursday and the morning wave on Friday, that's going to give him less time to recover. In fact, I think Brooks Kepka was in the last group to tee off on Thursday, which means they were the first off on Friday. I mean, imagine that turnaround. You're done, I don't know, 6, 6.30, 7 o'clock. Thursday night, you go back out, 8 o'clock, Friday morning. I don't know if Tiger could have been able to pull that off or at least, shall I say, rehab the way that he wanted to in order to give himself the best chance to succeed. So it did give him a fighter's chance by letting him go out early Friday, I'm sorry, early Thursday, and then in the late wave on Friday. And he took advantage. Yesterday was not as easy for Tiger as he struggled early on, bogeying three of his first four holes. He was at three over par, I think, on the eighth or ninth hole. And we knew the cut was going to be right around plus four, so he had to play well on the backside to make the cut, and he definitely did that. Ended up shooting a two-over-par 74, but he is at plus one for the golf tournament. And even though Scheffler is out at eight under par, I'm not saying anyone is totally out of this golf tournament right now. If Scheffler comes back to the pack a little bit, then we've got quite the horse race. But Tiger Woods right now is in a tie for 19th place at plus one after 71 and 74. So let's go back in time just a little bit. Tiger Woods, as the tournament got started, talked to the media about how it's kind of amazing that from where he was after that car accident to now having a chance to play at Augusta National. I've worked hard. Um, my team has been unbelievable. I've been lucky to have had great surgeons and great PTs and, and physios that have worked on me virtually every day. And we've worked hard to get to this point, to get to this an opportunity to, to walk the grounds, test it out, and see if I can do this. Um, it's been a tough, tough year, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I had to deal with. And you know, I don't wish on anyone, but you know, here we are, and Masters Week, and 
you know, be able to play and practice. And you know, for me, more importantly, to say thank you, thank you to all the guys that, that have uh, texted me, FaceTimed me, and called me, um, and given me all their support. Uh, to see them in person and to say thank you, it uh, has meant a lot. Well, I will say this. When you go to Augusta National, you have to have your short game intact. And the one thing that Tiger could do early on when he wasn't hitting golf shots, he could actually work on his short game. He could putt. He could chip a little bit. So you would have thought going into this particular tournament that the short game might be pretty sharp. And it's been okay so far this week as Tiger Woods is, I would say, beating the odds right now, getting back to play at Augusta National. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there is. Um, there is, you know, each every day, you know, obviously given what I've gone through with my back and then obviously with, with my right leg. Um, yeah, there is each and every day. How much does that take away from your ability to play or have you just mentally overcome it or have to overcome it every time you play? Uh, it's been one of those things where I've, I've had to endure pain before and, um, it's, this is different. Obviously, this is a lot more traumatic, what has transpired to my leg. Uh, we've had to put a lot of work. But as I said, I'm very thankful to my surgeons and my, my PTs and physios that have, have worked on me and have given me this opportunity to, uh, to play golf. Some of the comments of Tiger Woods before the Masters got underway this week at Augusta National Golf Club. Making process. It's just a matter of what my body is able to do the next day and the recovery you know that's that's the hard part is that yes we push it and try and recover the best we possibly can you know that night and then see how it is the next morning then then all the, <laughs> the activations and, and going through that whole process again and you warm it up and then you warm it back down or test it out and then you gotta warm up cool it back down then you gotta do, do that um, day in and day out and it, it gets agonizing and teasing because of simple things that you know, that I would normally just go do. It would take now a couple hours here and a couple hours there to prep and then wind down. Um, so activity time to do what I want to do. Uh, it adds more time on both sides of it, pre and post. Uh, so that has been, uh, it's not like something I haven't done, but the times have gotten longer uh, on, on both sides. Daniel? Tiger, hey, you, you've said countless times throughout your career that you don't enter a golf tournament unless you think that you can win it. Mm -hmm. So the question is simple. Do you think you can win the Masters this week? I do. And what have you seen in your preparation that leads you to believe that? Well, I can, I can hit it just fine. And I, I, I don't have any qualms about what I can do physically from a golf standpoint. It's now walking is the hard part. You know, this is normally not a easy walk to begin with. Um, uh, now, given the, the conditions that you know my leg is in, it gets a little bit more more difficult. And you know that's uh, you know 72 holes is uh, it's a long road, and uh, it's going to be a, a tough challenge and a challenge that I'm I'm up for. Some of the comments of Tiger Woods competing in the Masters, the 86th installment of this great golf tournament down at Augusta National. It's kind of hard to believe that Tiger is 46 years old, the same age that Jack Nicklaus was when he won that unbelievable Masters in 1986. And you title together, this is the 86th Masters 
this year. So it looked like maybe the numbers were lining up for Tiger to make another amazing run at the Green Jacket. Still has a chance, but the problem is for Tiger that Scotty Scheffler has got to play in a different golf course right now as he is five shots ahead of everybody. Tiger starts today nine shots off the lead. And as we look at the pairings for today, Tiger will go out at 1 o'clock today, a very comfortable pairing with a very quiet golfer in American, Kevin Kisner, who shot 75 in the opening round, came back with a really good two-under par 70 yesterday. So Woods and Kisner will go out at 1 o'clock today. You look down the leaderboard, some of the big names not having the type of week that they were looking for at Augusta National. Not out of it, but they've they've got to hope Scheffler comes back to the pack and they have to get hot this weekend. Tony Finau still looking for that first major championship. Shot 71-75. He starts Saturday at plus two. Also, you've got Rory McIlroy for the eighth time trying to complete the career Grand Slam. The one thing he is missing, a green jacket. And Rory's gotten off to rough starts in a lot of majors the last few years. He has put himself into a hole after the first round so many times it's been tough to dig out of. Now, he didn't bury himself this week, but Rory just has not been able to get it going. One over par 73 Thursday, one over par 73 on Friday. McElroy at plus two. He is right now in a tie for 23rd place at the Masters. John Rahm, who was number one in the world until Scheffler got hot the last month and a half. Rahm shot two over 74 on Thursday, even par 72 yesterday. Rahm, who has one major, the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, he is at plus two. Two-time champion Bubba Watson at plus two. Sergio Garcia has a green jacket. He sits at plus two starting this weekend. Patrick Reed, a former Masters champion, 74-73. He is at plus three. Some of the names that did not make the cut, former champion Zach Johnson shot 74-75. Brooks Kepka did not make the cut as Kepka six over par, 150. He shot 75-75. Also, Xander Shoffley. Looks like he's a guy that's ready to win his first major. He has a gold medal from the Olympics, but no majors. He shot 74-77, seven over par, and Shoffley is done for the weekend. Former U.S. Open champion Gary Woodland, 75-77. And one of the big stories that probably would get a whole lot more fanfare this week had it not been for the Tiger Woods storyline and that is Bryson DeChambeau, the long-hitting American, has been dealing with injuries, missed a good amount of time early in the PGA Tour season, came back a couple of weeks ago, doesn't look 100% healthy as of yet. He shot a 4-over par 76 on Thursday and an 8-over par 80 in the second round, and it was a rough go for Bryson DeChambeau as he finished at plus 12, missing the cut by a long shot. So those are some of the players that missed out on the weekend. But coming up today at 2.50, the final grouping at Augusta National, former champion Charles Swartzel paired with the leader, Scotty Scheffler. At 2.40, it's Shane Lowry and Sunjay M. 
And at 2.30, the defending champion, Hideki Matsuyama, will go out with the American, Harold Varner III. It is six minutes in front of 9 o'clock. This is the Corona Premier Golf Show on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. 8.58, Darren Pritchett back with you on the Corona Premier Golf Show. We wrap up the show with a couple of comments from the Masters leader, Scotty Scheffler, after 69-67. He enters the weekend with a five-shot lead. You know, uh, I played solid golf today. I, I kept myself in position. I had a really good back nine, and, um, you know, I'm looking forward to the challenge of tomorrow. But, you know, I wouldn't say much changes. I mean, I'm still playing the golf course. There's still, you know, 50 guys in the field, something like that, I'm sure. And, um, you know, I can't worry about those what those guys are doing. I'm just going to go out and play my game and just keep doing what I'm doing. If he continues to play his game and execute – we may not have much of a Masters on Sunday, but still 36 holes to go. And the old saying is the Masters doesn't start until the leaders hit Amen Corner for the back nine. Hope you enjoy the Masters this weekend with snow on the ground. It's going to be tough to play any golf around these parts, but hopefully you'll get out and play some golf again very, very soon. My name is Darren Pritchett. Thanks for joining me for the Corona Premier Golf Show on your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960. WSBT. I'll talk to you once again Monday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. on Sportspeed AM here on 960 AM WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 